All right, Malik. I'm thinking of a number between one and twelve. Uh, six. No, it was orange, dumbass. <sighs> everybody and welcome back to hot's a podcast i'm tyler and as always with me is malik hello i was gonna say say hi malik <laughs> i said oh did you not did you not hear me no i did I it's hello. just it took you a minute to say hello oh <laughs> oh hi everyone it's i again your lovely host that you all love so much malik yet you're the one that gets all the hate Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to address that. Yeah. I, I am not the enemy here, all right? I did not denounce an entire half of the United States of America. I did not. <laughs> I don't own a machete, ladies and gentlemen. I am a good law-abiding citizen. I am not the bad guy of this podcast. Now, you can make me the bad guy of this podcast, and you, and just I'll let you know you 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 don't want to go down that route, audience. Don't want to go down that route. All I'm gonna say is that if you were the bad guy of the podcast, you would obviously deny the fact that you were the bad guy of the podcast. Why would I threat? I I ooh, one of these <laughs> days, Tyler. One of these days, straight to the moon. Straight to the moon. Isn't it weird they based that entire show around domestic, like a, the entirety joke around that show was just domestic abuse? Oh, yeah. It was like, what, the 50s, 60s? That was going on in houses. One, one of these <laughs> days. Jesus Christ. Wow. We're starting off hot and heavy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us for episode five. It's been, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going into the same old spiel. I was about to, but you all know we care about you. We all know we fucking love you. Like, why, why should I have to repeat myself every fucking week for you guys? I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say, love's a bit strong. Uh, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are a okay in my book. I give it, I give it a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating them on? Um, the best audience I ever had, meaning no one. But myself. How, let's see how many audiences have you had? Uh, there is my mind, and then there is my mom, and then there is my cat. <laughs> Although all she does is just sit there and then she meows, and I'm like, okay, everybody's a critic. My cats always just like go out the window and just chill on the roof, and I'm like, why? <laughs> my cat they just lays around back. and eats. <laughs> That's, that's what they do, man. I, I was never really a cat guy, but you know, like, you know, cats, they're here. They're not my cats, but I always end up living with cats. <laughs> the way you just said that made it seem like a news article. It's just like, cats, they're here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> cats, whether you want them or not. <laughs> yeah, so how was your day? I, oh, it was pretty dope. I, 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 uh, I spent it, you know... Looking after the the, 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 the the child, you know. He then went out for something, then I went to the mall, picked up some stuff from Barnes and Noble, got three new books. Very Ooh. excited to read them. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Uh ladies and gentlemen, I'm just gonna point it out that Malik was plotting something against me today. I wasn't plotting anything. You asked me what you asked me when I got done work. I told you eight thirty and then you say okay. Like that's sketchy. <laughs> because we oh do we like not record a podcast? And do I am I not at my home where I record the podcast? Should I not know when you get off work so I know when to be home to record this podcast? You know, it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on with this a little bit here because uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Like he goes, okay, wow. and then I go, what are you plotting? And he goes, or I was like, why? And he goes, just wondering. And I was like, well. You know, now now I'm now I'm a little paranoid. So I'm like, what are you plotting? I mean, then he then he tells me that he goes to the mall, and I'm like, what are you what, what are you planning on me here, bro? I'm just at the what like God, I'm literally you're plotting at the something. Mall. I was going through my three new books. Like, by the way, ladies, I got two new Star Wars books because Star Wars is life, and I got a new 
D&D book. So, yeah, if you're wondering what I got from the mall, there's your answer. But, uh, yeah, like, no, I wasn't plotting on you. I was just... I, I was just doing some rec. I mean, getting some books. Well, what was that? I did I hear? Did I hear getting some recon? <laughs> Taking no. recon? I, I don't no, know. I don't know. No. Oh my god! So, um, so that reminds me. I'll start off with the first topic. I have been obsessed with this show recently because I've, I've it's been on. They've been marathoning on on the Paramount Network right now. Uh, Bar Rescue with John Taffer. I have been absolutely obsessed with this show because it's about this guy john yo john taffer is right nope he's 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 this guy famous for making the uh, nfl sunday ticket and stuff like that huh. um he goes around to bars and he like he he pretty much like gordon ramsay style like critiques them and like says like what's and like you know like says what's wrong with them stuff and like yells at the owners and adults and all that stuff and he then he like if and then he like redoes their bar and helps them like turn their bar around and he has gone to some awful bars and like watching <laughs> this like watching this show when bars open up again we go out again I'm going to be a snob in bars oh I'm going to be like looking behind God. counters like okay I'm going to be like is that sanitary is that up this code remind me to not ask you to go to bars when we open back up <laughs> <laughs> no but like it's literally like so the way the show works it like the structure of the show is first he has a he sits in the, first he sets up cameras in like the bar he's gonna like do and then he sits in his suv with experts they could be a mixologist or like an interior designer or like you know or some kind of like bartending expert stuff like that and they watch the can they or some, uh, even chefs too you know bars have kitchens and they like watch the monitor and they watch like them and he sends in like recon he sends in spies to like to like who are like they come in and they and they get the customers they judge the customer service Without, like, any... So he can see how they act without him there. Like, without his, like, interference and stuff like that. Mm. And the amount of bar... Like, it is disgusting how often that bar... The people who cook don't wash their hands, don't use gloves when preparing food. I may never eat in a bar again. Oh, seeing yeah. how widespread that issue is. Well, that's just anywhere in food service. Take it from a guy who used to God. work food service. No, I'm just kidding. I totally washed my hands after everything. I was about to say what? Because like <laughs> I, we used we used to work the same job, Tyler, and I ate food that you prepared. What? Like, <laughs> no, I'm yeah, very like, I'm very cleanly because of uh because of food service. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, the best episodes are the ones where the bar fails and like because the owner is like too much of a dickhead or like too much of an ass. Like the pirate bar, the pirate bar is a uh, is an infamous episode that didn't work out for them because uh, it's called Pirates. Reve it was the bar was called the Pirates Cavern Tavern, and it was like about a pirate themed bar that you know seemed fun at first, but like. They're a pirate-themed bar in a corporate business area. <laughs> that wasn't that one gonna work. Like you know, like and and like they and they were like really struggling. Like the uh, the owner, she was two hundred thousand dollars in debt, and she was living in the basement with her husband and daughter of her of her parents' basement, and she was just not doing good. And Taffer came in and said, like, hey, like, you want to, like, you want to do pirates, you can't do pirates, you're in a corporate saying pirates, a pirate bar is fun for a one-time visit, you're not getting repeat visitors, yeah. no one's coming to a pirate bar consistently, like, I'm sorry, I like pirates too, I'm not going to a pirate bar all the time, no. <laughs> I would see myself going at least twice. Yeah, a, a year maybe. And like the and the people and like there was this one guy there who they like I love it because they had this bartending expert come in and she tried to like tell them okay like this is how you should be talking to customers and, and she goes all right tell me how you talk to a customer and he goes what well I would go like uh, greetings kind of like sailor what brings you in and she goes okay. Don't talk like that. Talk like people who outside. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah, he he then like redid their bar and made it like really cool. It, it, he called it like the corporate bar. It looked really nice. Everyone dressed professionally. They made better drinks and they were like they had a really successful launch. The owner though 
didn't like the fact that it wasn't pirate. Like in the show, like she asks uh, someone, hey, how do you feel about the relaunch? They go, oh, I love it. Like it's much better, much more welcoming. Drinks are better. It just looks better. And then she goes, wow, I didn't want to hear that. Like after he left, like she shut down. She like retook out everything he put in for her. How dare and brought you it not back say there pirates. isn't enough pirates? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, God. Like that was all for us. I'm like, you are two hundred thousand dollars in debt, and your entire family is living in your parents' basement. You do. I'm sorry. Your pirate fantasy ends. Now she's living some variation of her dream. That's for sure. <laughs> God, I think, I think, I think, I I haven't seen that. I think she gotta like, give her an A for I think she like tried somewhere else though. But like, yeah, it's like who opens a pirate bar in the middle of like a corporate like business area? Like, yeah, that's not smart. No. Like, no. I mean, if anything, you could make it a little bit family-oriented so that it's not even, like, just the bar itself, you know? Like, yeah, you, you have can to, offer you have to drinks, make it, like, a restaurant. Like, yeah, it'd be a, like, bar-restaurant-type situation. Yeah. Well, the coolest one he did was the fire the firefighter bar. He redid a bar owned by firefighters um, and their firefighting dad and, like, remade it so it was, like, all, like, firefighter theme. It was fucking awesome. But yeah, that's 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 me. That's Bar Rescue. Please go go watch Bar Rescue, guys. It's really entertaining. <laughs> if you want to watch Gordon Ramsay, if you want to just watch a guy who's pretty much like, imagine if Gordon Ramsay was from New York. That's John Taffer. Just yells at everyone and talks to them like they're children. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you bend the eggs on the stove. Hey. <laughs> you call that chicken? It's chicken ala shit. Hey, 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 what's the matter with you? We gotta pour hey. the beer first. <laughs> hey. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know but why yeah. I just started that. God, God knows why. But yeah, that that's 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 bar rescue, and that that's my latest like TV obsession, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that if I'm a bit out there today, it's because yet again we are recording after our, as soon as I get done work. I had a pretty long day today. So yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, my brain's a little mush, but it's okay. So, he's making excuses already, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just want to let them right. know, like, why is Tyler Seam off? That might be why. Yeah, you all, you're always, that's your secret. You're always off. This is true. I've never been on game ever in my life. <laughs> this, is the, this entire, this entirety has been like just a, a mess. <laughs> uh, I've been watching, uh, I watched Solar Opposites in, uh, in like a day. All of season I, two. I just, I didn't, the humor for that show just didn't strike me, you know? I thought they really like, stepped it up in season two. I was dying. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a second shot, but like season one, like it was okay. The only episode that really got me was like the Fembot one. Like that yeah. episode made me laugh. And then of course, everything involving the wall, like real is what I was invested in. Like that was good. That, that felt like good old, like Justin Roiland, like Dan Harmon. So it's made by them. And it? it's just Justin Roiland and Mike. McMahon. Oh, just Justin Roiland. Okay. Well that one felt very, that felt very like Justin Roiland and them like that, like that whole wall storyline. I love it to this day. Well, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure the whole premise of the show is that you're not really supposed to care about the aliens. You care more about the wall than anything, yeah. which is why they save the best step. They did the same thing in season two that they did in season one. They made the entire wall oriented episode, like the second to last episode. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a second shot. I don't know, man. Uh, what, what, what else? Uh, in terms, there's a lot of it that came out in TV actually, uh, on Amazon prime, uh, all my comic book, indie comic book lovers, uh, invincible also got a, finally had its premiere. They were premiered three episodes, um, the other night. And, uh, damn, it's a good, like, Invincible was famous for being one of those first comic books back then that really did, like, subvert what you thought a superhero comic book could be. Like, it starts off, like, very, like, familiar. Like, okay, like, he's a he's every superhero trope. He's young. He's a teenager. He's got a name he can't get live up to. And then the rest of the comic happens, and it's a bloody, gory, violent mess. Like, Invincible is just so great. And I, I please go watch the TV show, guys. If you, it's, I do not watch it if you have a weak stomach, cause it gets bloody and it gets gory. Oh my god! I was I'm, thinking I'm about watching it myself. One it's of these so good. If you want to watch the first episode, I will totally watch it with you, man. It's one of my favorite comic books of all time. It's I need to, so I need good. to put aside some time to watch it. We just recently, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we just recently got done watching Godzilla vs. Kong last night. Oh, yes, we should probably talk about that. Uh, yeah, so to anybody out there that, that has seen it, continue to listen, but anybody that has not seen it yet that does not care about spoilers, I'm just going to put out a spoiler warning right now because we are going to give our review of this with spoilers, so if you, you're going to want to skip ahead a little bit. Yes, please skip ahead. We don't want to spoil this amazing, amazing movie for you. Just so, know again, that you have been warned. Uh, if I get a fi- single message saying you spoiled this movie for me, and I know people are going to joke and be like, ha ha, we're going to say he spoiled it for me. But genuinely, if you are mad that we spoiled it for you, we have given you the warning. You know what's going to happen? They're all going to message me complaining. <laughs> like, you know, about spoilers. That's exactly that's, what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Even though you started this, but you know, yeah, last chance. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Do not listen past this point if you don't want spoilers for Kong versus Godzilla. That being said, monkey. Yeah, I believed monkey. in you, Your monkey. monkey lost. <laughs> you were talking <sighs> so much shit, and he lost. <sighs> yeah, I, he I, put I, up. I, he put up a good fight, though. I will give him that. Like there was ble- a point where genuinely in the second fight, I thought he was gonna. I thought he took it. You know, yeah. but then Godzilla got up and just got angry and fucking wrecked his shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. I'm still Team Kong. Just because my side lost doesn't mean I jumped to the other side or I lose faith. Nah, big monkey, Kong gang, bang, bang for life to this day. <laughs> Overall, <laughs> it was it was a really good movie. Like, you know, it was. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it's crazy because like Godzilla knew the entire time what he was doing, you know, and I kind of had a think- feeling that he would. I don't think Godzilla really knew what was up. I think Godzilla he knew Mecha knew. Godzilla was happening. I don't, I don't even think he knew Mecha. I think he just felt Ghidorah. You know, like he felt the Ghidorah. Oh yeah, probably. All, he was like, "I feel you, motherfucker." Well, I don't know like, if you noticed this, like I did, but every time they would activate Mecha Godzilla, there would be that call. Uh, it was one of Ghidorah's calls from King of the Monsters, and that's yeah, what that he would hear, and that's that, why he turned around in that one scene. Yeah. That makes sense. So it probably he's probably looking and thinking, "Oh shit, this Ghidorah motherfucker still." He heard his alpha somewhere. call. Yeah, so he's he's going around looking for Ghidorah. I I was curious, like, oh man, where they do? I, and they really like it. It was really cool with this movie. It really felt like because I apparently heard rumors that this is like apparently like this may be like the official like end to the monster verse. Like they they're 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 gonna cap it off here and not do any more. And if that I hope is they true, continue. I would love them getting, but if they do decide to end it here, I definitely wouldn't mind it. That was a pretty satisfying, you know. Just I like, wouldn't have a problem end- with them ending it there. The only thing is, is that I want them to investigate the Hollow Earth more because I was looking into some more kaiju lore last night. Um, after we had all gotten off of Xbox together, I I I was looking up Destroya, and I found out that Destroya in in the Toho lore was made. Um, so he he's made up of crabs essentially like that's one of his forms and, it's just and, a bunch we, of crabs and we and saw we that crab see, yeah and we saw a couple crabs too. we saw those crabs and i'm thinking maybe that might be destroyer because here's the thing destroyer was made in the to- in the original kaiju movies destroyer was made from the oxygen destroyer that killed the, the original godzilla and what did they launch on godzilla and king of the monsters oh yeah the oxygen destroyer enough. <laughs> fair enough man fair enough like, there's also people uh, claiming that the lizard that ate the crab was uh i'm probably gonna butcher his name i don't know if it's mini i i call him uh minila it's uh it's godzilla's adopted son from the toho movies if you look him up he looks really fucking stupid well <laughs> um, a lot of people are thinking because that lizard looked a lot like godzilla that ate that crab that might be min uh minila hmm, nice I was just, oh man, I I, just, I would love if they did like a prequel. I would love to see the war of Godzilla's people versus Kong's people. That would just be I, cool. I, just, so, just so I can get like some semblance of Big Monkey beat God- Godzilla. <laughs> we did see a we did see a bunch of dead Godzilla people with like you know the axes in them too. So it is possible. It is possible for Big Monkey to beat Godzilla. <laughs> the way I look at it, the way I think it went was the battle was raging on, and I don't I don't think the I don't think Kong's race really had much left in them against the Godzilla race because there is a Godzilla in the beginning of 2014 that dies uh do the mudo uh they show the they show the bones of that one in the 2014 Godzilla and like that leads me to believe that there were two Godzillas you know the one that's still standing right now and then the one that died in the 2014 movie uh however many years ago but the fact that like I I think what they did was they sent out Kong's parents and Kong's parents left the Hollow Earth to go to Skull Island, and that's where they had Kong. 
mm. pretty much. And then, as we all know, they got eaten by skull crawlers. Yeah. That's a, again, that's another thing, cool thing. This this movie does tie a lot of Kong Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Not really 2014, because I feel like you don't really need to, but like it ties those. It ties pretty much them all up in a nice little bow, like bringing back the skull. If it ties crawlers. anything from Godzilla 2014, it's it's like the most minor details, honestly. Yeah, they do show the Muto, but it does like it, they do like they tie everything up, and I feel it in a nice like real satisfying package. Like it was cool to see the skull crawlers. It was cool to see like Godzilla. And I like the brackets in the intro where it's like Kong has defeated a bunch of kaijus, Godzilla's defeated a bunch of kaijus, and they're the last two. I'm like, oh, that's such a cool thing. Uh, yeah, when I go through and, and get... rewatch that this weekend, I'm gonna see who exactly Godzilla beat and see if I can figure yeah. it out. I'm curious. Who, I'm curious who. Uh, I I did recognize a couple of them from the uh, uh, from the King of the Monsters, um, like that from all the kaiju we saw throughout there. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very, I very, I would like more from this universe. But I'm very much looking forward to uh, seeing like what they do more, like you know what they do, like if they. I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I wouldn't mind they don't continue, but I would like to see like what would they do like after this, because you know I like to see like Disatroya and Gigan. I love fucking Gigan. So you got fucking hooks. Oh yeah, hand, Gigan's a fucking sick. Chain, a fucking like buzzsaw belly. I fucking. I just love want it. Mega Gears, <laughs> the Mega giant Gear. dragonfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's also the uh the mothra egg too which does didn't uh we, we don't really know like what's up with that you that know the theory the, the, the theory that some fans have behind that is a little weird because they talk about the mothra egg at the end of king of the monsters like you just said but um the last known contact that mothra had was with godzilla so people were claiming that that mothra egg is godzilla's actual child <laughs> that he had with mothra that would be strange. That, that would, would be, be very, very strange. strange. I, I I wasn't expecting to see as many Titans as we uh as we got in that movie. Like seeing the skull crawler was really cool. But like seeing Nozuki and the uh and like I said, the crabs that I'm assuming are going to become destroyer at, at a certain point in time, but I might be wrong about that. And then that lizard that everybody's claiming to be Minizilla or mm. Minila. Um at, that that was just really cool to see. You know, and yeah. even like I said, I want I want to see more of the hollow earth just because that was a really cool place and it's it's breeding a lot of titans. So I want to see that. I saw a lot. Of, I saw some people complain like, oh, like it's it's not it. it there's like they're like, you know, I feel like this was definitely a movie made for the fans and not reviewers. No, because I, as I saw a lot of viewers, they were all like, "Oh, this movie's not great," and like really do saying how like really saying it's just Godzilla versus Kong. I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's, that's what, what we people want. want. That's yeah, like what that's we want. that's that's what we wanted. Yeah, like like we we yeah like like no, we're like I find myself not like I'll tell you right now. The movie this movie's more so about Kong. I feel like than it is Godzilla. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's definitely, it feels more like Kong's movie, which I really did enjoy. Like, I actually saw some people who said, like, yeah, I switched to Team Kong halfway through. <laughs> I was like, yes, big monkey. I love the intro, too, where Kong's just chilling on the island. The thing is, is that Godzilla ass. vs. Kong needed to be more about Kong. I feel like the balance is more in check with Godzilla vs. Kong because I'm actually going through and watching the all the MonsterVerse movies in chronological order. So by pe- by time period of the movies, not like, you know, when they released. I started with Kong Skull Island last night. I'm going to do Godzilla 2014 tonight. And then I'm going to do King of the Monsters probably some point this weekend and then finish it off with Godzilla versus Kong at some point this weekend. But I realized thinking about it, I was like, the balance is all off because I'm watching a Kong movie. And then I'm watching a Godzilla movie, another Godzilla movie, and then another movie that Godzilla's in. But when you think about it, it's more about Kong in that movie. So it's kind of like you're going from a Kong movie to a Godzilla to a Godzilla to a Kong. You know, yeah. it evens out. Yeah, pretty much. And again, I, I, I again, like I, I'm trying to think what's my favorite. I think my favorite besides of like Kong versus Godzilla, I think I liked uh I think I, I think I still like Kong Kong Skull Island. I think I still like a bit more because I I'm a sucker for period pieces and like I love the cin- cinematography of that one. Yeah, it was really uh, cool. Rewatching it yeah. last night was awesome. Yeah, uh, but I but I will admit like Kong versus uh, Godzilla is probably a bit more of a better movie. Like I, I still, like again like the fight the fights are absolutely amazing. Like holy shit, 
that first uh, Godzilla versus Kong confrontation at sea is really good. And I, and I did dig that. Like, Kong has to be in retreat because, you know, Kong can't he can't fight underwater. He can't breathe. Where Godzilla yeah. is an aquatic dude. Like I like Kong had to like he had to work. He had to work it out. He like you know he used range attacks. He he jumped from side to side. Like I, that's, the, that's the one thing I really did like Kong that with Kong that I really stressed that you know he thought about stuff. Whereas Godzilla just used like brute strength and just like you know fucking like smash everything. Kong actually tried to think of stuff. Had plans. Used strategies. Like he throws the crane at the building, distracts Godzilla, jumps on his back. Like, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, but if you really think about it, Godzilla, I think Godzilla learned fighting from Kong. Like, because if you notice, Godzilla started using, started thinking about things a little bit too when he was going into it. Like, the fact that he grabs the axe by the mouth and chucks it so that he can't use it. Like, that mm. was genius. I'll say right now, if that, if that axe, if you had hold on to that axe a little bit longer, I don't think your boy would have lasted that long. <laughs> that axe was giving him work, son. He was not ready for a weapon. That's the thing, but he was starting to adapt from it. He know, he knows that Kong's going to keep using it, so that he had to get that away from him as as quick as he possibly could. He saw an opening, and then he grabbed it by his mouth, and then, like I said, he hucked it. Well, like, that's, that's another thing too. Like everyone kept telling me that like Kong stood no chance because of Atomic Breath and because of Godzilla's powers. Atomic nah. Breath didn't do shit. Atomic Breath was fucking useless here. Kong knew Kong... to Kong knew to avoid it. The thing is, is that people were going off the original '60s Godzilla versus Kong. The one yeah. in the '60s, Kong had no idea about the Atomic Breath, and it, it shows when you watch it because when Godzilla first shows up on land. Not only does Godzilla have the high ground on him by standing on top of a mountain, but he's just literally shooting atomic breath at him. And each shot that hits him, you know, he's burning like his fur is burning. So he he literally like grabs onto a spot. And he's like the spot that he got hit. And you could see Kong's thinking like, what the fuck is this? Like he's looking at his hand and shit like that. And then um by this by the time the second fight rolls around, he knows like to avoid it. And he tries his best. He does get hit. But he does uh, he does try his best to avoid it at that point. And then he just randomly does a flip and knocks himself out with a rock <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I, I really liked seeing Hollow Earth, too. That was again, like that was just like a truly amazing sight. That uh, was a kaiju... subplot that's been going on for three movies that we needed an answer to. And it finally when we finally got it. You know, yeah, I, I saw some people saying they would like a bit. They would have liked a bit more. And I felt we had enough, especially if, you, if they do plan to do more. I feel like you can probably do make more movies in Hollow Earth. Uh, I really like the designs there, like that fucking like bat owl thing in like in Kong's cave. Oh my god, yeah, Those are horrifying. Jesus Christ! I'm trying to Just, think. I'm trying to remember what they look like. Oh, it was. Uh, they looked like they looked like a, a mixture of like bats and owls. It looked like a bat, but it had like a beak and uh, the eyes of an owl. Like, oh my god! They, and they get and they. I feel like they knew. Yeah, we got some fucking creepy because they they specifically closed up on. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, apparently they already had a name for the Nozuki too, the flying snake. If you remember, apparently they were they changed that to Titanus Warbat was its name. But I like Nozuki oh. better. I think it's because Nozuki in the original Toho was just one, and they had multiple, so they called them Warbats. Yeah, they're here on the yeah they're here on the they're here on the wiki. They're called Warbats, but they also have a nickname as Nozuki. That's because the original name for it is Nozuki, and they changed the name to Titanus Warbat. Nice. I, I like that Kong fucks that one up. Too. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. One thing that I noticed with Kong is that this is a constant thing when Kong's trying to fight somebody who generally uses the mouth. Whether it's a skull crawler or Godzilla himself, he will always grab them by the jaw. And it seems like he tries to pull a Peter Jackson style, like rip the jaw open like he did with the T-Rex. But yeah. he just can't because he did it in Kong Skull Island with the big uh, skull crawler was unsuccessful. And then he tried it again with Godzilla and Godzilla got him. So he was un unsuccessful there. But like with the skull crawler watching it last night, I realized that when he was grabbing the skull crawler's jaw, it wasn't to rip it open. It was to get his arm out of its mouth, essentially. Yeah. I love uh, Yeah, there's a lot of that, too. Like, uh, I remember he fucking had Brie Larson and it fucking, like, his, his fucking fist went into its mouth. He has to pull it out. Uh, yeah, that was so badass. 
Yeah, I'm, I still fuck. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a Kong versus Skull Island. It, it I mean, Kong, Kong versus Skull Island. Kong versus um Godzilla is is really good. People go go watch that shit. Oh, yeah, in terms of the human side of it, is it's eh. Kong's side, human side is uh, I it's honestly much better. You know, because yeah. you know it's they're act they're following him to uh, Hollow Earth, and they do a lot more. Well, that's the thing is that as- it's two completely different stories you got going on there. The reason why Kong's team was better was because they were trying to discover the Hollow Earth the entire time. They needed a Titan to be able to get into the Hollow Earth, so the only person they could think to do was Kong because that's the only one that they can communicate with. Nobody can communicate with Godzilla yet. Um, whereas on Godzilla's side, they were just trying to figure out why he's doing the things that he's doing, you know, and then they found out why it was because of Mechagodzilla and Ghidorah and Ghidorah's brain being uploaded to it. Like, I think that's the reason why it was the weaker half was because of the fact that like the hollow earth story was so much better than just trying to figure out why Godzilla is doing what he's doing. Yeah. Again, uh, the villain, the quote unquote villain you know, like, I don't think we were supposed to take it, like, you know, weirdly, weirdly mysterious Hispanic man who, uh, Oh, the guy like, from oh, Apex? Yeah, I was like, we're No, you're not to supposed be- to take him seriously. That's the yeah, thing. It's like, yeah, like, we are the, like, we're humans supposed to be the Apex. Instantly gets killed by Mechagodzilla. Yeah, when you're supposed to, when you're supposed to, like, basically lead into the fact that Mechagodzilla is coming to life, obviously Mechagodzilla is going to be your big bad of the movie. So there has yeah. to be something, like, there's no way Mechagodzilla just comes down from space, like in the Toho movies. But, like, like they need somebody in this monster verse. They need somebody to be able to create it. So in comes random MacGuffin guy of <laughs> Apex Industries to, to make him, you know? And then they just yeah. threw in Sirizawa's son for no fucking reason. To, to try and control it, but then he failed and died. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, cool, man. What, what a rough way for that guy to go. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The minute, yeah. the minute they put him up to full power, I'm like, there's no fucking controlling Ghidorah's brain. <laughs> there was no way. Who else? We had? Uh, we had Millie Bobby Brown come back, and she was all right. She was fine. Uh, the guy from, the kid from Deadpool 2 came in. in he served in a, no purpose. Yeah, I know. He had the van, and he realized how to help stop Mechagodzilla. That was such a dumb way to stop him, though. Like, <laughs> I, I, anybody who's seen the movie might agree with me on this, and who's listening to this portion of the podcast. The, the fact that they, like, I thought they could have done something better than just let's pour drink on the uh, on the controls. That'll fuck him up, and then Kong and Godzilla can do the rest. I thought that was stupid. They should have found out another way to fucking take him out other than let's pour water over the fucking computer. That works. <laughs> to, to be fair, it didn't stop him. It just froze him or something. You know, Kong still got the kill in the end. It glitched the system. But the yeah, thing is, the glitch of the yeah. system is what led to the main opening for Kong to be able to do what he was able to do. Other than that, Mechagodzilla would have had another shot for him. Fair enough. Uh... I, I really like I I I really fucking like the fight when fucking Mechagodzilla comes in. Godzilla gets his fucking ass beat. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> holy, supposed to. Holy shit! My favorite bit. There's a bit where Mechagodzilla throws Godzilla into the building, and Godzilla just goes fucking limp. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, this guy has taken no rest between fighting Kong to fighting Kong the first time, to fighting Kong again, to going straight to Mechagodzilla. And, like, and it's funny, and it's funny too, because while we are watching, a friend of ours going, man, Godzilla not, not even, not even fucking work. It's nothing to him. He's all A-OK. To Kong put him through his paces. Kong put him through his paces. I love that shot. When The uh, thing is, the- is that Godzilla, or Kong had the time to rest because they sedated him when bringing him to Antarctica. But like, Kong had a little bit of a chance to rest. Godzilla was just straight from the get-go, swims up to Kong, fights Kong, swims away, goes to head towards Kong again. Here's Ghidorah, turns around, goes to Apex, fights, <laughs> uh, starts some shit up in Hong Kong, brings Kong back out, fights Kong, and then goes straight from Kong to fucking Mechagodzilla. There is no <laughs> rest for him. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. I'm, I'm not trying to justify it because Mechagodzilla is supposed to kick Godzilla's ass. Like, that's just the way it's always been. There's a reason why Mechagodzilla is in at least five or six of the movies. Like he is a formidable foe to Godzilla. I'm just saying that that was a big that's a big plausible factor in it. You know, uh, I like Godzilla charges the axe too for him. They they get that team combo on him. Yeah, it was badass. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I guess Team Kong and Team Godzilla can come together. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I liked uh, I like Brian Tyree Henry was in the movie, one of my favorite actors, playing very against type as, you know, the nerdy, awkward podcast hoster. It's so weird because I know him from Atlanta as, like, you know, the tough, like, really take-no-shit gangster paper, like, rapper uh, paper boy. But, and uh, here he's just this guy with a fucking podcast about kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I look forward to see. He was also he was he was in Joker too. Actually, he was, was in he? this. He, yeah, he was in this. He's in Joker. He was the guy with the file who do he steals it from. Oh. Yeah, he's and he's gonna be in Eternals too. as one of the Eternals. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Brian Bri- Brian Tyree Henry guys. He's he, Bri- yeah he's he's doing really uh he's doing good for his career. I'm excited to see where he's going next. But uh yeah, yeah man, Godzilla That's vs all- Kong. A fantastic movie, everybody. I think you think we've said all about what we wanted to say on that, right? Yeah. Or did you have more to add? No, pretty much. Like what more can you say? Big monkey fights, big Lizzie. And, uh, it's, it's fucking sick. I I love, I I do love the shot of when Kong gets up from the water. Cause he can't fucking breathe. Like y'all were shitting on him last night. We were watching the buddy and y'all were shitting on him. Cause you you need a breather. Motherfucker can't breathe in water. Like he's a fucking (laughs) primate. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be fucking exhausted swimming from the goddamn deep. Like, you know, he needs to he needs to lay down. I love that shot when Kong gets up from the ocean, gets on the sh- gets on the boat, and then just they him and Godzilla just fucking stare at each other. And Godzilla with the I'ma fuck you up. And then Kong's like, yeah, you'll Godzilla was mean mugging. And then fucking Kong's like, you'll regret I wasn't dead, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's it's, it's so good. Like, go watch Godzilla vs. Kong, guys. Fucking great. Great movie. Yeah, it was a great film. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of our discussion on Godzilla vs. Kong. Anybody skipping ahead ju- that just so happens to get to this portion, you can you can start you can you can add it back in now. You're we're not we're yeah. done talking about it. Uh, there's gonna be no spoilers from here on out. Yeah. We're we're gonna give you some more quality subpar content. <laughs> God, I'm I'm sick of you shitting on our on our content, Tyler. Have some fucking pride in where work. Look, I'm just God being realistic it. here. Have some fucking pride in what you do. <laughs> I do. God, I'm, I'm proud of this. I'm. Do po- you, 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 you podcast is my baby. This is like the fifth week you've called it mediocre and subpar. All right, I will, I will, I will, I will come to your house and make you respect what you do. God it's damn it! It's called being humble, Malik. You know, no, it's it's called I'm being. Go, self- I'm not gonna go say we're the best fucking podcast out there because I know we're not. You know what? We are the best podcast out there. <laughs> jo- move over, Joe Rogan. I don't give a crap about what you think. We are the top podcast. We're you know gonna what? be. We're, we're 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 going places. All right. You know I, what? What's another? You know fa- what? I, what's I got you. I got podcast? you. Since we're the best podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and do something fucking crazy. I'm going to go oh, ahead no. and tweet Super Mega right the fuck now oh, and no. tell them to be a guest on our fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to tell them to listen to episode five of our podcast when it drops and to fucking right. join us. Stop trying to plug our Twitter. I, all right. Like, I get it. You no, I'm not trying to plug the Twitter. No, I'm just genuinely. Is, no, you keep live <laughs> tweeting during the episodes. We get it. You want people to follow our Twitter. No, Jesus. this isn't even a ploy. This is just me saying, hey, you you went ahead and direct message John Cena to be a guest on our podcast. I'm going to go ahead and fucking tweet at Super Mega and all tell right, them to right. join our podcast. All right. All right. Let's just, uh, I, let's, let's just say this. John Cena super mega like they're they're not the same I, the super mega is all right they're not john cena <laughs> i'm typing this out right now <laughs> okay i'm like oh wh- whatever um it's like oh another thing we should probably talk about that i would like to talk about uh the suicide squad trailer oh yeah oh my god looks fantastic this the suicide squad i am very excited about it i absolutely was eh on the first one. This one directed by James Gunn looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, the cast looks stellar. The costumes look great. Uh, I am so excited for Polka Dot Man. King Shark going nom nom and eating a dude. It's so fucking good. Uh, I, again, all of I, I'm so excited for the Suicide Squad. Freaking uh, Sylvester Stallone is playing King Shark. How insane is that? Oh, I'm so stoked for that. King Shark is literally just me in any platform. <laughs> like if you if you watch King Shark on on the Harley Quinn show, it's literally just me. <laughs> and then just the fucking the part of the po- the part of the uh 
of the trailer where she's just like, any questions? And he just goes, hand. <laughs> like, yes, that totally is your me. hand. No, and then like you have, the, and that's coattailed by like the next part. That's absolutely amazing when like Bloodsport goes, we're all gonna die. Then Polka Dot Man just goes, I know. I like, I hope so. Like what? <laughs> what happened to Polka Dot Man? <laughs> like oh my god! Like the cast too. Like Nathan Fillion, his arm fall off boy, or at, in the tr- in the movie they've changed his name to TDK. Uh, John Cena as Peacemaker, saying he's gonna eat a bag of dicks for liberty. Um, he has another, they released another trailer for theaters. There's a great line where he's all, where, um, the character, one of the characters goes like, oh, I, I thought you stood for peace. And Johnson's character goes, I do love peace. I love peace so much. I will kill any man, woman, and child to get it. I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Cause like, and that's, you know, that's, that's how peacemaker works. He's a man so dedicated to peace. He will commit ultimate violence for peace. Well, that's what any, any. Any person committed to a certain thing uh, will do. It's like yeah. uh, it's like the it's like the late great Mister Water News of Monsters Inc. <laughs> who once said, "I will kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harley Quinn looks great. Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag looks like an actual character this time. Uh, Idris Elba's Bloodsport is really cool, and they revealed that Bloodsport's going to be on the team because he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Yes. Like that's so fucking cool. Michael Rook, uh, Michael Rooker as Savant, a well-known Birds of Prey villain. Well, I wouldn't say well-known. But, you know, he's a Birds of Prey villain. He was obsessed with Batman's identity. Uh, again, Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Uh, it's, it's it's it just looks so good. You know that first squad with Boomerang is getting absolutely annihilated. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. There's no way people get... like Pete Davidson's character or anything like that are gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was on that squad? It it, it's Pete, too it, it big was... of a cast for them to fucking have more than to have at least half of them still be alive. Like, or was, I how s- can I word this correctly? It's too big of a cast for them not to have half of them die. There we go. Who was who it? We saw I, that first squad. Savant, it was Savant, Mongal, Weasel, Blackguard, uh, Captain Boomerang, who looks like he's leading them. Arm fall off boy or TDK played by Nathan Philly. Arm fall like, off boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're that all, never they're stop, all... that never like ceases to make me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> they, well, again, they I, they had to change his name for the movie, but like, I, know. I, I, I it sucks, but you know, it's gonna be, like I'm so excited. Harley has an actual like dope costume this time, not just something she looks like she threw from a bargain bin thrift store, and and like I'm just I'm so hyped for this movie. I cannot wait for it. I put out the uh, tweet. <laughs> while we were oh, talking God. about the trailer it's out of, there of, of course you did let's see if they get back to us but that'd be uh, interesting anything, if they did yeah but any, i'm trying to think, anything else for uh any, anything else in terms of uh the suicide squad you want to say like i, I again starro the conqueror man and i and i think there's rumor that taiko watiti might be playing him oh really yeah because we know taika's in the movie just don't know as who yeah starro being the first villain is interesting Considering they were the first villain for the Justice League in their first, yeah, he appearance. should have been the first villain for the. You know, we're not, we're not even going to get into Justice League. I no, we've already talked enough about Zack Snyder in the last episode. He yeah, he's I got all the glory. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> the glory. Yeah, I don't, I don't need. I don't. I don't need this. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna move on. Like, he's uh, got all the glory that a sweet, sweet local independent actor director. Shut up! <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Stop to talking. anybody out there that didn't get that joke, that was me shitting on Zack Snyder fans. <laughs> so now, so now, this is where we're at, huh? You have to justify and explain your jokes from episodes before. Yeah. God, God Jesus, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the Suicide Squad. Go watch it, guys. I'm gonna go watch the trailer, guys. It's gonna be dope and i cannot wait for that movie I, I need it now i love james gunn i'm very excited and it has me very excited because J- james gunn man really bounced back because some people tried to like he had some people try to bring up some old stuff that he moved on from during his career and now the man's got the man's doing that he had the suicide squad he's got um guardians of the galaxy volume three and that guardians of the galaxy holiday special on disney plus like the man's getting work. Like God I heard damn. The, I heard that Monsters Inc. is getting a show on Disney Plus. Really? What's yeah, it gonna be about? It's supposed to take place after the first Monsters Inc. and apparently it's just gonna be about, you know, how the company's being run off of uh, laughs instead of screams. It's gonna be interesting. Nice. 
I, uh, in the uh, in the uh, Kingdom Hearts three, when you go to the Monsters Inc.'s world, it's actually set after the events of the Monsters Inc. movie. So the the company's already at last too. But uh, and 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 it's very and it's very fun. It's very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boo. I wonder if Boo will come back. I know he did fix the door. That'd be interesting. What's what's that one video where it's a fucking parody where it's like fucking Boo's a teenager? Oh yeah, the Meat like Canyon silly. parody where she has yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking Mike goes. I want you to fart in your hands and eat it like a sandwich. I fucking <laughs> love that line so much. Oh my god, it fucking gets me every time. What line? The, there's the one line from Monsters Inc. that actually gets me. It's always what uh when they're just like. So you better put that thing back where it came, came from, or so help me. And then they're just like, Mike. And then it's just like, you know, there are people there that hear them. And he's just like, we're uh, rehearsing for a new play. And he just goes, put that thing back where it came from. And he's just, just like, I just like the way he says it. There's two There's two lines from Monsters, Inc. that always gets me. The one line, the one is when Randall comes to make the deal with Mike about putting Boo back in the door. And he's all, and, cause for, and Mike calls him out like, oh, you were cheating with your scare number. He's like, all right, all right, look, look, ev- look. At 12 o'clock, everyone will be at lunch, which means the scare floor will be... And Mike goes, painted? <laughs> just, empty! We need empty! <laughs> there's that, and there's the one where he fought, where he puts him in the box, and he's thinking he's Boo. Randall, he puts Mike in the box, and then he, play, he puts him out. He's like, oh, where's the kid, you little cretin? You go, okay, first of all, it's cretin. You gotta threaten me. Threaten, threaten me properly. Like, the sass <laughs> on Mike Wazowski was unmatched. I know. It was also, great. Monster, Monsters University had no right to be that good. I know. No right to be that good. Being I'm trying to get my mom I'm trying to get my mom to watch it, because she hasn't oh, seen it before. It's so good. It had no right. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot coming to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know. There's so much. But, I'm stoked for Bad Batch. I, shit, I'm stoked uh, for fucking. Dude, uh, we should probably talk about Bad Batch too. That I'm, I'm stoked for the Clone Wars tomorrow. Wait, what? The creator Samurai oh, Jack's right. Clone Wars is dropping tomorrow. Oh right, the uh, the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. Yeah, That's I'm gonna really watch the good. shit out of that. That's really good shit. I see. Like you may, I, I, I hope you know the clones aren't as fleshed out and don't really have as much personality. Oh, as I know. They do and it's, but yeah, like it's. But it's got really Commander Fordo, good. so. Yes, yes, everyone likes Fordo. Yes. Also, you you could see what Grievous was like before Revenge of the Sith, and yeah. oh man, and he oh, kills Shaggy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't just kill Shaggy. He turned Shaggy into mush. I know. <laughs> he t- he turned Shaggy into red paste, man. Grievous back. Grievous before Revenge of the Sith, ladies and gentlemen, was the goddamn predator. You could not touch General Grievous. Like it was, <laughs> it, he was unstoppable back then. Like oh my god, and like you know, and that's and that's one of the greatest sins I'll never forgive. Revenge of the Sith for, and that is you know like them like really making Grievous like really like they 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 really hurt Grievous man. Grievous was amazing in that one. He got a little better in the Clone Wars 2008 show, but again there was still like the annoying cough and the whole well like I the, the cough got like it it became whatever. There was the cough <laughs> and then there was the losing to an army of Gungans. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the Grievous back then would literally have, like, it would have taken, like, two minutes tops to wipe out yeah, that Yeah, to wipe out all army. of them, yep. Yeah, like, an army of Gungans beat Grievous. All right, yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. But, yeah, Bad uh, Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch looks fucking dope, man. I know, I'm so stoked for that. Some people say, this is just Clone War Season 8. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it is, but shut up. I'm <laughs> okay with past- it. Yeah, like, it still looks really good. We saw Rexes in it, and people are thinking that this is going to be, Rex is going to have a confrontation with Cody, which, that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's going to um, hurt me a lot. We see they're on the, uh, they're on the Camino at the time that Order 66 happens, so, and that leaves the question, do they have chips? Are their chips active? They are all defunct, they all are, like, mouth, are, like, you know, like, not great clone, like, what's the word, um... Defective. They're defective clones. Arguably defective clones. Yeah. So like that's 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 very much. Well, I mean, like, they're you know, they're clone squad ninety nine, named after a defective clone ninety nine. I I like, me personally, I'm stoked to see what they're gonna do because, like you said, they are on Camino, which leads. I'm wondering if they're gonna do the old Battlefront two storyline. We're done with these clones, but the Kaminoans are just gonna keep making more clones. So they send the Empire down to fucking take them out. 
Which, if oh. so, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fucking sad. <laughs> I'm gonna be really Again, sad. We w- I don't think that's happening because uh, in the events uh, I I I'm not sure because the, they u- they used up the clone like the uh, the DNA didn't they? Because they, remember with the purge troopers in Fallen Order they had they used the last bit of Django's DNA to make them right. Yeah. Yeah, that and also we do know that there were more clones because uh, the clones and Kane in the last Padawan has one of my favorite clone moments where, like, you know, the clones, like, re- I really think about, yeah, why did we do Order 66? Why why did that happen? Like, what, like, what, like, the, we fought the Jedi for so long. Why did we just turn on them like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, was really chip, dope, man. man. I, yeah, I really, I you should really read Kane in the chip. last Padawan. I feel like you'd really enjoy it. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, man, there's, like, it's it's so good. Uh, Bad Batch, uh, there's that, who is that little kid with them who b- people aren't even sure of, of their gender? Like, I think, looking at it, I think it's a girl and maybe a boy, too. I thought it was a boy at first, but now I think it may be a girl. There was theories that it may be a Palpatine clone. I don't know. Yeah, not so sure. We saw Saul Guerrero coming back as well. Uh, also, Fennec from uh, the ba- Fennec from uh, the Mandalorian, and also Book of Boba Fett will be in it as well. As we know, she was an Imperial sharpshooter. Tarkin coming back, looking ruthless as ever. I'm gonna be super mad at that those elite those that elite squad of the uh, you know the, the all black clone trooper armor because mm-hmm. they're not actual clones. They're just volunteers, oh. and I'm gonna oh, be damn. fucking pissed off at them. I'm gonna hate them the entire time. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you, you don't, you don't wear my clone armor, and then you say, "Oh yeah, look at me, I'm the best of the best." No, the clones are the best, and <laughs> you can suck my dick. <laughs> I, uh, to keep it all in the Star Wars wheelhouse, I picked up uh, my two books. I picked up were uh, Star. Uh, I picked up actually. I'm reading new three three new books. I got because one is digital, but uh, I got Star. I got Phasma because I heard Phasma's really good. It's one of the top books of like the new canon, and uh, I got uh, the one of the, new, the the last High Republic book of the first wave, and that is a test of courage. And I'm really excited because it's about one. It's about the youngest Jedi Knight ever. It's no longer Anakin. Anakin is no longer the youngest Jedi Knight at like 19, I think. Yeah. Is this mora- is this Moralin Jedi named Vernestra Rowe. and uh, she and it's well, going to be about like Anakin wasn't a young Padawan. He was no, too well, old. Yeah, but he also, I think, like, he... he oh, they, Anakin, oh, you said Jedi was, Knight. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was the youngest one to become a Jedi Knight. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Originally, he was at, like, 19, but they they decided to go their route with this, uh, this girl named um, Vernestra, who is really cool in her own right. Very, 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 very likable. And uh, she's, uh, and she's like, she's stranded on a jungle and stuff. And it, it is a junior novel, but it's still, like... It does tackle like a lot of like force lore and stuff through the eyes of children. That's one thing yeah. I really liked with these High Republic books, and that all three books have really like how do the Jedi and how is it how is like the Jedi in the Force looked at from these different perspectives. I think that's a really big thing they have tackled very hard, very well. Like yeah. especially in um, Into the Dark, whereas like how what happens when your faith in the Jedi is shaken because there's a character named Orla Jirani who she becomes something called a Wayfinder or a Wayseeker. It's either Wayseeker or Wayfinder where she's a Jedi who operates independently of the Council. She is a full-fledged Jedi, but she does not answer to or, or work with the Council. And that's because because like she taught she she like there's a flashback sequence where she followed the council's orders, followed the council's teaching, and she lost a hostage, and it really fucked with her. And hmm. she's all like the can like I don't agree with all of how the council does shit. So she like she leaves. There's another Jedi named Comac who really questions how can the Jedi be so compassionate, but how can we not like show feelings and stuff? Like I'm so like he loses his master, and he's like. As a Jedi, I'm supposed to just move on. But as a person, I feel so much pain. How am I like any? It's it's so fascinating, and they tackle it so well. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, man. Like the fucking higher public shit, man. It's so fucking good. so fucking good. Oh shit. Uh, what what's going on? Uh, what you call? It? I want to go ahead and give a quick shout out to uh, William Daniels, who plays Mister Feeney on Boy Meets World. His birthday was yesterday. <laughs> March thirty first was his birthday. He's 94 years old. Oh, all right. Happy birthday, William Daniels. 
<laughs> All right, yeah, happy birthday, man. I just saw that pop up, and I was just like, I, I, I felt like I should shout it out. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Mr. Feeney was a teacher to me. <laughs> nice, nice. Not really, but, you know. Uh, bringing, it, bringing it back to Higher Public, there's one more thing I'm very excited for, and if they've announced, there's a new character coming to, called Ty Yorick, and she isn't a Jedi, but she's a Force-sensitive monster hunting blade sab- lightsaber for hire and that like we're getting fucking like monster hunter like a witcher basically in star wars that's so fucking cool to me that like i we don't know if she is a jedi like we don't know whether or not she left the order or not we just know that like she's not with them now we don't know like is she a fo- jedi beforehand or does she somehow just has a lightsaber but like you know she goes around the galaxy hunting monsters for like credits and stuff and with her saber like that's so fucking cool like oh i'm so excited she's gonna get a graphic novel too and i'm so excited to read that shit yeah i uh what you call it i went to the i i told you this but i haven't told the audience this i went to a collectible store in jersey uh nice. on tuesday and it's it's so crazy because of the way this all kind of worked out. So everybody, last week I was talking to a bunch of my buddies and stuff like that at work, and you know people that are close to me. And I've been thinking about getting a Planet X Transformer. For anybody that doesn't know, Planet X is a third party company that specifically makes Transformers based off of the games War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. If you've ever played those games, they're fantastic games. And uh, I really like the molds that come from that, but the toys for them are hit or miss. Q and Planet X, who makes these better versions of these of these molds, and they make them a reality. So I'm talking to everybody, and I'm like, I'm thinking about buying a Planet X Transformer, right? But the only problem is, is that, like, you know, they go for, like, $150, $160, $170, something like that, right? And I'm like, I don't have enough money to shell that out every time I want a new Planet X Transformer. So I go to this collectible store on Tuesday with one of my good friends. Lo and behold, he points at, uh, he goes, oh, look, it's, it's King Starscream because he's got the crown on. I'm like, dude, that's a Planet X figure. And it was only $60. I'm like, oh, I'm grabbing this shit. And honestly, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my new favorite molds. I've been playing with it a lot since I got it. I also got myself a uh, a masterpiece for only $45, which to anybody that doesn't know, masterpiece is probably the best transformer you can get. They're top of the line, uh, really good quality. Everything is hidden. There's no like gaps. There's no like any issues with it and stuff like that. Most of them are genuinely pr- pretty much the perfect transformer essentially so to get one for 45 dollars is a rare treat and i was able to find one so i was really happy about that but yeah i love i love war for cybertron and i love fall of cybertron those are two of my favorite games out there i've always wanted to play them but again like they just like if i can came out to like i just i just missed them like you know they came out to uh they came out too fast like i i just missed the boat on them i played like a little bit of them but you know like they they just uh they like they were too cool and like i was too young <laughs> yeah we got to get you over so you can try them out i have both of them yeah. uh yeah, but they're really good them. games i i personally like there is no like there's many different origins to what happened on cybertron before they all came to earth that's the one that i like to believe you know a lot of people will go ahead and say that the new war for cybertron series is the canon for how these guys how these transformers made it to earth or like they'll they'll say like no it was beast wars and stuff like that no it was armada and stuff like that. I like to go ahead and, and uh, my my official canon is that Fall of Cybertron and War for Cybertron happened, and then that's the reason they go down to Earth in 1984. Uh, and I, it, it's just what I like to believe. Like I said, there is actual probably official canon out there on what the main story is, but you know, to each their own. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and continue with that as mine. <laughs> nice, <laughs> essentially, and that's pretty much how I'm gonna do the toys too, is because the seeds line that came out is really good and it's like you know they're really like they're like solid 80s molds with a little bit of a twist to them and then you got Earthrise, which is the 80s molds and stuff like that but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna get fall of cybertron figures is my like that's my prequel shit you know nice it's uh, better than anything I, michael bay could have fucking thought of <laughs> i think <they laughs> in fact they announced- tried to tie in that game series with michael bay's movie and it fucking flopped <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they uh they just announced to um that they're going to be doing uh that Anthony Ramos may is probably is gonna be starring in the new Transformers movie they got coming out. Oh, and really? I love Anthony Ramos is a really good actor. Uh, me and our friend know him as a lead role from Hamilton and uh Craig, what's something you may know Anthony Ramos from? He was I actually he was in Godzilla King of the Monsters, I think. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think he was. Was he? the sh- soldier dudes. Um, hold on. I, he's a really good actor. I'm looking forward to seeing uh um seeing him in this next Transformer movie. But yeah, he he's definitely deserves. He was in Godzilla: King of the Monsters. He was one of the army dudes. Yeah, I've seen him before. Him yeah, he's he's really cool. Really good actor. Well, they got a couple different things planned from what I've been hearing. Now, apparently, there's there's a couple different movies that Transformers is making. Obviously, there's going to be Transformers Seven which has no name yet, but I've heard that that's supposed to be a continuation of The Last Night, which, God, I hope isn't true because that movie, <laughs> that series, need that part of the series needs to be dead in the water by now because we got so much better shit with Bumblebee. There's a Bumblebee sequel, or, um, sequel which I'm, a, I'm totally on board with. You know, Travis Knight can go ahead and work his magic on that one. And then apparently they're doing a movie for Beast Wars that I heard, which is going to be really interesting to anybody that's a fan of Beast Wars. That one person in particular comes to mind. He knows who he is. I'm going to, sh- you know, <laughs> You know who you are. You're listening to this. You're a fan of Beast Wars. Yeah, apparently there's a Beast Wars movie. Go look into it. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's like three movies that they're planning that they're planning on right now, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with those. Unless Transformer Seven is a continuation of the Last Night, it better not be. <laughs> you don't you don't right. fucking shit on a theory and legend and Transformers in the same goddamn movie, Michael Bay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh crapping on michael bay i feel like maybe that may be a solid place to leave off this episode i feel like we've talked about a good chunk of stuff fuck you michael bay <laughs> you ruined transformers well ladies and gentlemen those in between thank you for joining us for another uh episode of hot's a podcast uh tyler i think is stewing in his hatred of michael bay and what he did to his famous favorite franchise of you know cars turning into people your first so, one was so- good I'll give you that. <laughs> Your first you know one what? was good. Just everyone just messaged Tyler pictures um of Rule Thirty Four RC. No, and he'll, don't do he'll that. He'll be okay. Everyone, everyone just no, messaged Tyler that. Don't, he'll, don't he'll, fucking he'll, do that. He'll feel much better. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week for. Well, another no, hold on. I got episode. something I need to add. <laughs> you will just fucking first off, don't send me that shit, please. I don't need that shit in my life. <laughs> Nor do I want to see that shit in my life. Anyway, what I was going to say was I'm going to apologize uh, right now for any possible technical issues that we had during this podcast. I know me and Malik got cut out a couple times through this episode. We're going to figure out what that what what that was. And, you know, I'm going to edit this to my best. So if if some of it is a little cut out and spotty, I do apologize. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to do my best to make this as clean as possible. I'm also going to, you know, we, we're, we're stretching this podcast just a little bit longer than usual just because I kind of, I, me personally, I kind of feel bad talking, taking so much space from Godzilla versus Kong. But hopefully you guys <laughs> watched it and hopefully you guys listened to our review and hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much, he first yelled on the hand. Like We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna cut it off here. We hope you all have a good day, a good night a good afternoon wherever you may be at at any point in the world. You guys have a good one. Yep. Bye. Bye.